0: Hi, folks. it's is Voss here from the Chris Voss Show.com. The Chris Voss Show.com. Hey, thanks for tuning in. We certainly appreciate you guys being with us for another uh, Chris Voss Show podcast. Uh, to see our other six podcasts, you can go to thecvpn.com. That's Chris Voss Podcast Network.com. You can go to either one, and it'll get you the same place. It's internet magic. <laughs> Hey, it's good to see you guys, and uh, we're doing some news. It's pretty much uh, Thursday, uh, August 22nd, 2019, and uh, we're still here, so that's a good thing. Every day above ground is usually a good day, unless you're, I don't know in the supermax prison or something on death row. Maybe that's not a good day, but I don't know. You make the most of what you have. So I don't know. Maybe that's not as funny as I think it is or interesting or whatever. Moving on. That's not why you tuned in. We, we didn't get, we didn't tune in for this Chris. (laughs) Maybe you did actually. I don't know. Whatever, whatever makes it work for you guys. That's uh, that's what I want. So anyway, guys, uh, let's talk about some of the news of the day, some of the news in tech and business, uh, things that stuck out to me and my take on it, and you're going to get some of that thing. Watch for some future guests we have coming up that are really exciting and interesting. As always, we have all the best guests. <laughs> I shouldn't copy that because that doesn't make any sense. Usually people who say that don't, uh, but it's funny to parody, you know, So. Anyway, so let's do that. Uh, kind of an interesting thing going on in the world with our technology stuff. Google said it has shut down 2010 YouTube channels after they found it had been tied to misinformation about Hong Kong protesters. This is from CNBC and a lot of other newsletter outlets are, of course, reporting this as well. Uh, you know, we, I, I like I said, you've heard me talk about this on prior uh, episodes. Uh, you know, I came, I started with, uh, when Twitter uh, was starting to really hit in 2008, and, uh, you know, everyone saw this beautiful, it was like Woodstock, everyone saw this beautiful utopia of the change of the future and colors and pretty love, and, and everyone's happier, and we're all just running through daisies with our long hair and sex in the sun and, you know, whatever, man. Uh, <clears throat> but uh, it's been kind of interesting, we've kind of uh, went through about five or six years of this utopia. And then we started seeing like governments overthrown uh, by social media and uh, and awareness that uh, social media brings. So not only the way social media can bring light to darkness and deception, uh, it could you know sweep down governments. And and then I think that's where a lot of dark political forces decided to say or and in political. Uh, you know influences to uh, politics um said hey man maybe we can manipulate that to instead of throwing over our governments uh bad governments that we we can learn to install of our own so uh given what you believe in politics whether you're left or right or anything you can honestly say that using the technology of facebook and social media ads between the trump campaign the russia campaign and and everything else, uh, and all the dark players that you know we've found out about over the years, they use social media as a tool to get people elected. And um, <clears throat> the majority of the country thinks it's negative. That's a fact. That's not, you know, let's not argue about the other semantics. But um, uh, so you can, so it went from throwing over bad governments to, uh, well, let's figure out how to basically overthrow politicians to get the politicians we want into stock so it's it's going to be this really interesting game that I'm watching and that's what I'm getting to uh, coming up to this next election in 2020 we saw in 2018 election they started the social media companies started shutting down uh, different you know fake advertising sites, fake uh, news all that sort of good stuff Um, Google's you know now shutting down YouTube channels found after Hong Kong protesters that followed I believe uh, Twitter and Facebook doing the same thing earlier. They found that there were uh, different tweets or Twitter accounts and Facebook accounts that were uh, showing disinformation tied to Hong Kong protesters. Um, on top of it, it's gonna. This is gonna be interesting how to see how this plays out in 2020 because Iran, Russia, and other people are trying to already influence our elections. Um, and you know they, they see they see how much damage this causes by the fact that. W- if they can teach us not to trust our polls, we might overthrow our government, and then we'll have, like, I don't know, something like uh, uh, Somalia for 10 years. I don't know, where it's just uh, everyone's killing each other and and whatever. But, uh, you know, I don't believe that's really going to happen. But, you know, if we did overthrow this government, the U.S. government, it, it would be kind of, <laughs> I don't know what it would be. It would be crazy. It would be like, it'd be, uh, I don't know, like the Division Two game I play. It would just be everyone's fighting... Uh, amongst themselves, I don't know. I don't know if that would maybe We have, maybe we just overthrow the government and everybody would just be like, we're gonna do. Our, we're just gonna do our own thing, man. I don't know. <laughs> so uh, what's uh, on top of that? The the intricacy and the complexity of this fight is is what kind of engages me. It's the same reason I kind of uh, like watching politics and understanding politics. It's not so much that I'm pushing my tribe or what I think is my tribe because I'd vote on either side uh, depending upon how horrible. The, op, the person is on one side or the other how bad i think for the country um but uh, to me it's the complexity of it. it's the negotiation it's kind of like it's kind of like when you do a business sale or when you like business the thing that i love about business is the complexity of it, the challenge i used to tell people i really don't love any industry i've ever been in or invested in i'm really interested in the challenge the challenge of making a profit, the challenge of making it work, the challenge of succeeding, the trials of the whole process and everything else. So it's interesting to me, whether it's politics or technology, or in this case, what seems to be meeting at the intersection on a crash course is both politics and uh, and uh, and uh, technology and these sites like Twitter, Facebook, Google, who suddenly now have to step in more and make. Tougher decisions and how their platforms are used um, because their platforms are private property. Uh, if you're out there in the thing and you think that posting on social media is free speech, it is not. The Constitution had no realm to that sort of thing. And the way these companies are set up, they are private property. Um, and so you can't go onto people's private property and expect to have free speech. You can't stand on my front lawn that's on my property and scream with the bullhorn whatever the hell you want. Now, if I call the cops, they will move you to the public side of the thing. So you may end up being able to stand on the sidewalk or the street, and then you can exert your Uh, free speech. So, um, a lot of these people just don't understand that concept. Uh, and they think that they can, you know, free speech is free speech wherever they want to say it. Um, so they're balancing this free speech thing that they got to do, which we thrust on ourselves as Americans uh, to where they try and be fair and equal to everybody's ideas and the community. You know, they're trying to serve the community as a whole. And when you get to be this kind of size with billions and billions of users, you know, it's a big community with a lot of crazy people. (laughs) I'm just being funny. Uh, so on the meantime, the GOP seems to be going after uh, the tech companies. They've they've kind of uh, uh, implied they're going to sick the Justice Department on and everything else. Uh, they're going to start investigating for being too big and stuff. And you, you you see the mus this is muscling that's going on. This is just political theater. Is more of a sophisticated uh, I don't know if you could call it sophisticated, but more let's just say a more sophisticated intric- intricacy of say the mob. <laughs> so. Um, you know, this is, this is the mob's way of when they come into the, the, the guy's storefront and go, that's a nice place you have here. It'd be a shame if it burned down you should probably pay somebody for protection. Um, like us. <laughs> so, um, so anyway, uh, you know, I mean, it's, it's just more sophisticated intimidation negotiation. That's what I'm saying. Uh, but it's going to be interesting to see how these all intersect. Certainly, I can see the GOP is going to push the tech companies to try and give, try and not regulate some of the conservative voices that are out there. And and we're just seeing more and more of those are getting cut back. And I'll get to that one in a second. Uh, we recently saw the Falun Gong Epic uh, News, I believe it's called, Epoch News. Uh, got kicked off of Facebook uh, for violating their rules. And, of course, these are the new rules that are being put into place so that there's transparency to the consumer and the consumer's made aware of what's going on and and who is trying to get that going on. So Google said to shut down these uh, 210 YouTube channels uh, that have been tied to misinformation. Here's the other problem that these tech companies have, and I think it's a conversation that includes us, and that's why I'm discussing it with you, my very intelligent listener. Um, is, you know, who is, who is the one person who decides who, which information is correct? I mean, we have this problem at the white house with, with, uh, stuff, but we, we all, but we also have this problem with whoever decides that they are the decider, right? And then, and then you're like, well, who watches the decider? You know, it's the same thing with police officers that we have. It's the same thing with, uh, Uh, you know, science has, has oversight, you know, you, you, you have to peer review your stuff. Um, this is the whole point. Once one person decides that they're the decider and they're unquestionable and everyone should listen, well then you have a problem because you know, some guy over here thinks this and the other guy on the, over there thinks the other. And then they're both being like, well, you're just not the decider and you're deciding wrong. Cause you're not deciding the way I want to decide. So how do you balance what like is fucking reality? Like if you have all these web companies spe- spewing out all this or not web companies, but if you have all this media that, uh, you know, these misinformation, uh, government exposure, dark money, whatever, you know, are pushing out, uh, how do you decide what's right and wrong? Like what's real and what's not? Um, I know Snopes does a lot of this where they fact check stuff, but even then there's a process to it and you're, you're living in an information pool of the internet that I don't even know. I mean, I don't know how big it is. Is How many pages are there? I don't know. (laughs) Wait, are there pages? Uh, you know, I mean, it's, it must be like, I don't know, like trillions and trillions and trillions of data. I, I don't quote me. Um, and so how do you process that all and look at it? I, I know Snopes goes through a lot of work to validate information that gets sent to him. And it's a process. Like, it, it, it costs a lot of money to staff it and, and uh, do that sort of research. So, you know, um, and they've got to balance prejudice, too. And what's been interesting is uh, I've been getting in trouble more on Facebook. Uh, like, I'm not, gonna, I'm not kidding you. I made a joke about the term white trash, And I guess white trash has become sort of uh, an offensive term on Facebook. And twice the post and comment got suspended. And I just went, okay, I give up. I get it. Okay, all right, fine. White trash people. I got to tell you, I'm white trash. So I'm not being prejudiced in any way or trashist against people that are white trash because, you know, I'm white trash too. Okay, that's just, <laughs> I'm not special. Um, <clears throat> so I, I should be able to say the term white trash, just like, you know, you, you get it. So anyway, um, <clears throat> there's that. So it's going to be interesting how this plays out in 2020. Uh, you're going to have uh, the political fights trying to get their message out. You're going to have people that are buying these crazy ads on Facebook, like this Falun Gong Thung, Epoch Times. Um, and, uh, everyone's gonna be fighting for their messages. And meanwhile, they're starting to get cut off and that does not make people up. uh, So, uh, there you go. Uh, it was just announced, uh, this night that Facebook is banning apps from the Epoch Times after a huge pro-Trump buy, uh, buy, but they violated the, uh, who, who they, they hid, um, a multi-million dollar dark money ad spend. Uh, by bypassing Facebook's political advertising transparency rules, this according to NBCnews.com. And uh, so they banned them, which is good. Uh, recently, uh, the Epoch Times, which is actually run by, I believe it's called the Fallen, uh, it's that Chinese group. Uh, you heard them over the, over the years. Uh, Fallen Gao, something like that. Um, anyway, uh, they took in, they took in, uh, they have huge reach, like huge reach, money and power. And so um, they've been, you know, trying to spread their message the way they want. But what's kind of interesting is they're anti-China, but they also have some really conservative views. And, and in in a recent report with uh, Rachel Maddow and some other people, they kind of exposed how this is, this is like the Falun Gong group that's, it's banned from China. I believe it's, I believe China deems it a religious group. I'm not sure they deem themselves a religious group. I think they're kind of like a self-help group. I don't know. But uh, that's the my memory of it. But uh, it's going to be interesting. So they banned this group. And if you're familiar with this group, you watch the Rachel, recent Rachel Maddow uh, thing, or just Google Epoch Times, E-P-O-C-H Times, you're going to get uh, they are powerful social media marketing group and they're very powerful at giving their ideas in fact the white house has you know let their reporters in to interview and stuff and what's interesting is they target they tend to target people who are 50 and older so they target that old uh that older kind of uh conservative crowd people that might have deep uh, racial prejudices from the 50s or that is isn't a question there's a lot of people that do from that era it's the era they grew up in it just it's just logic um in in and, and i think a lot of them are still closeted racists and they have issues with it so um these guys the setback times targets that whole demographic they'll even send paper flyers and news things to People who aren't online, but are in the senior citizen crowd because they know those guys vote. They always show up to vote. Um, they do two things. They go to the doctor. They show up to vote. So, good for them. And they'll come to your bar mitzvah or your birthday party. Thanks, Grandma. I love you. Uh, <laughs> she's wonderful. She was. Uh, so... This is kind of interesting. You've got this Falun Gong group, the Epoch Times. You've got these Hong Kong protesters where China and stuff is in there. And the other dynamic of this whole conversation is China gives a hard time to Google uh, about, you know, having a search engine and and doing anything in their country. And so, you know, Google has this game they got to play where, like, well, do we piss off China or do we stand up for, you know, it's, it's an interesting it's an interesting balance with a lot of multiple spinning plates, and I'm just I'm just watching how this all this formula, this complex moving of the gears uh, makes some sort of safe open, and and then we have to find out what what's on the other side. So and it could be anything. So it's gonna be it's just gonna be interesting. The one thing I get from life is stories, and then and then watching the intricacies of play, um, the complexities of fate, luck, chance. Uh, work ethic, uh, stuff like that all come together. And and then you're like, wow, okay, that turned out bad or that turned out good. So let's move on to some other news. Uh, Uh, The Wall Street Journal is reporting News Corp is developing a news aggregation service called News. (laughs) Let me spell that for you because it probably sounds like what? Uh, K-N-E-W-Z, canoes with a Z. All right. So there you go Uh, to address publisher concerns about Google and Facebook. So it looks like News Corp is realizing uh, if you listen to the podcast, as you should every day, you don't want to miss a thing. Uh, (laughs) uh, If you listen to the podcast, uh, what was it? Um, uh, A few days ago. Uh, we talked about how Facebook had announced they were going to be hiring their own news editors and basically doing their own news curation. And, and of course, I'm sure that will take priority over third parties. So, um, again, this ties back into what I was saying earlier, this correlation of all these companies deciding who's right and who's wrong, and I'm the decider, and you're not. (laughs) You will listen and follow whatever I tell you. Why? Because I'm the decider. I have the final answer. This is like 1984-ish, really, right? (laughs) The number is whatever the party tells you the number will be. (laughs) That is all you need to know. The decider has spoken. So anyway... Uh, News Corp uh, is doing this app. Uh I'm I imagine a lot of other people might be looking at the same thing. Uh or News Aggregation Service would be doing the same thing. They're they're concerned about Google and Facebook. There is a lot of dominance there. Uh and for years Facebook has tried to combobulate or formulate or uh recipe uh some sort of uh controlling but um interest bearing for them I suppose either paying the money for it or whatever it's some some way of delivering and enhancing the news that's out there <clears throat> what's what is a nice reaction to politics in 2016 is now uh, media almost seem to be dying print online everything yeah, it seemed to be dying now it's a back again uh, so that's good these there's new you know these big companies have got money now uh, you know it's not dying, and, and they figure out how to make it work, and they can give Facebook a run for their money. I, I'm not into, like I said before, the decider. Uh, I like many voices who can speak, um, just as long as they're not fucking crazy and take us down the road. But, again, again that's relative. Like, who's not crazy? Like, what was the – I think somebody told me one time the definition of sanity is – the, the 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 people who are more crazier than the average crazy person or something like that. Something that affects you get the gist of it. But basically, we're all fucking mad crazy. But there are some people that are way beyond us. And those people gotta go in like a jumpsuit and a. <laughs> they gotta go in a you know, they gotta go in a special white rubber room. Um, which is probably where I should be when it comes down to it. Get on, Chris. Uh Filter announces <clears throat> Facebook has pushed Instagram and doubling the number of ads last year. Instagram is testing two back-to-back ads and stories. I'm gonna fucking puke. <laughs> I gotta tell you I gotta tell you something. So I have I have YouTube, I think it's called YouTube Red, where it's ad-free or YouTube. I think they changed the name recently, but it's YouTube premium, I think it's called. Now I think it was what YouTube Red before, but it it's YouTube Premium, and you pay like ten. It's gone up. I think it was like nine bucks, and then it became ten. And I guess I paid twelve ninety-five or twelve bucks uh, the other day to restart it. But what's interesting is uh, that service. When I moved, I was doing a bunch of things. Uh, to I moved up to a place to write a book. When I moved. Um, a lot of stuff got lost and, and credit cards, debt, paying for vans, movers and stuff. Uh, I'm still spread out over two States. This is crazy. Um, and, um, <clears throat> I have two storage units in two States and then my house and it's, I don't know where I am half the time these days, but that's okay. That's, you know, you got to write a book. You go into the woods, you write a book. There you go. You come out, emerge from the wilderness and go, I have the tome of wisdom <clears throat> that or I don't know. I might just emerge with copies of Playboy and be like, I don't know. There's just pictures. I don't know. Anyway <laughs> Maybe I'll just I'll be the second Hugh Hefner. I don't know. What is there print? Is there is there any money in print? Oh uh, evidently because I keep seeing them at stores. So um so what's interesting, getting back to the story, sorry about the fifty segues there. Uh is uh YouTube's uh, my subscription somehow ran out somehow whatever credit card it was on it wasn't getting re-pinged, and I'm sure they sent me some emails about it but it all got lost uh, and because I mean I literally was moving for like I don't know ten. it was moving for like a week of a u-haul and then loading and unloading all that crap and then uh, you know it's all the other you know moving i pat like you're like what box is that in so anyway what's interesting is my YouTube subscription ran out for the YouTube premium and, and I started seeing ads and I started seeing a lot of freaking ads on YouTube. Oh my God. It was like two to three ads per break. And I'm like, wait, I remember there used to be like one, maybe two YouTube ads in the front. Why are there 50 cuts of ads and holy crap, it is so annoying. And finally I was looking at the thing going, I'm really sick of these ads I mean, it's it's almost as bad as watching TV, TV for the TV ad breaks, and I uh, and then I I got some emails like come back to YouTube Premium. I'm like, oh crap, that, <laughs> whoops. So I got signed up by it with it, and now it's just so <laughs> wonderful and peaceful. So um, I guess Instagram has figured that one out, and they're just gonna either add you to death, or. You're probably going to pay like 10 dollars a month. Hey, for 10 dollars a month, you won't have to see Instagram ads and it'll all just be hot weird chicks. <laughs> and you're like, I'll pay to see that. Um, but who hasn't in Las Vegas really? I mean, come on. So, uh, it's going to be interesting. They're doubling the ads. So, have fun with that, Instagram. I always love how these once these uh, social media companies hit max, uh, what is it, max peak, max uh, threshold, max size, or, you know, they just become uh, finally too big to fail with their FU money. Um, then they start being like, oh, yeah, we're going to charge for this shit now. And you're just like, what? I thought this is free. This is like free. And they're like, no, nah, man, no, nah, man. It's kind of like when they just, they're literally like a drug dealer who just goes, Oh, here's some free smokes or here's some free stuff on me. Just try it. It's free, man. Don't worry about it, man. And then you're hooked. And then later they're like, oh, you're hooked now. <laughs> That's going to cost you. Uh, social media drug addiction. I think my friend Brian Solis has a book about dealing with that or doing that, so check that book out. I don't have it readily available, the title. My apologies. Uh, but he's a great guy, and he's a wonderful writer. Uh, CNBC, VMware is acquiring a cybersecurity company and Carbon Black um, for $2.1 billion and Pivotal for $2.7 billion. Um, interesting, buying a cybersecurity uh, company that went public. Uh, I still don't know what VR, VMware does. Um, they're kind of like, uh, what was that company that was buying a lot of stuff in the nineties and no one knew what they did anymore because they bought so much stuff. Uh, they used to make routers and then they changed that too. <clears throat> so good for you, VMware and pivotal and carbon black. And I don't know. Acquisitions are king. I suppose the economy is fairly good if, if companies are acquiring that or they're, they're uh, impending doom. If I was a company, I'd probably invest in a cybersecurity company because uh, this is the other thing I was going to expand on earlier when I was doing that earlier uh, thing about you know what's going on in the world and everything else. Uh, the new future of war uh like what we saw with the youtube channels getting cut down that's world war 3 it's misinformation it's going to be uh, social information it's not going to be bombs it's going to be people attacking each other under the table this is kind of like when your wife says to you i love you you're wonderful and you're perfect and then she goes and tells all her uh, girlfriends what a piece of shit you are uh <laughs> it's kind of like that. Uh, basically we're all walking around this earth and governments are talking to each other going, yeah, we get along with China. Yeah. We're all friends and shit. And then like China behind the scenes is like, fuck those guys. So anyway, um, it's going to be interesting. What happens that way with the, uh, cyber security and, and how it works. And we really got to get our game up and we got to get more people into security and we got to have better laws, rules and all that sort of good stuff. So hopefully we'll get down that journey. Uh, this is kind of interesting. If you've followed Android for as long as I have, and my favorite phone's the AT&T Samsung Galaxy, uh, S10, uh, love the phone. It's rocking. And, um, uh, what, uh, they've stopped doing or they've announced they've stopped doing is dessert theme names. So they're going to n- call the next version of Android, uh, Android Q, Android 10 and, uh, they, you know, they gave it a new logo. So, ooh, there you go, man. Android Q, huh? So that's kind of interesting. It's always been fun with the desserts and personality, but I don't know. Maybe Sam's or maybe Google is just uh, so old that uh, they've decided that uh, they've decided that you know sugar's bad for them. Their doctors said, hey man, you got to back off the sugar. You're pre-diabetic Google. You've been around too long. You're an old company. Got to get off the sugar, baby. Get off the sugar. So I'm glad they went. I did glad they didn't go for Android Bacon, <laughs> um, <clears throat> or did they? I don't know. There was so many of them I lost fucking count. There was like a cupcake. there's like a I think there's a candy bar. No, maybe they, no. Was there candy bar? All right. It's all becoming a blur. So uh, no more dessert names, which is probably good because it's probably healthier. Because when you used to hear, you know, that um, Google. What was it called? Cupcake? Google Cupcake or something. You'd be like Google Oreo. You'd be like, oh, man, I need to have some of that right now. I need to go eat that. So they were probably causing half the world to be fat with their reach. Fuck you, Google. I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> uh, this is kind of interesting. Google's Chrome team, from uh, this article from uh, TechCrunch, have proposed a new privacy and anti-fingerprinting Open standard to make it harder for marketers and advertisers to track across the web. Kind of interesting that uh, Google Chrome starting that fight when they want people they want on Google search for people to know and they and track people. So I'm confused. Like they want to track you so they can sell ads, and that's where all their money comes from. But they're coming up with an initiative to make it harder for marketers and advertisers to track you. way Are they doing that so they can silo their information even more and make more money? (laughs) I'm the decider. Yeah, I should call that this podcast. Maybe that's the way I should start out the podcast all the time. Hello, welcome to the Chris Voss Show. I'm the decider. (laughs) and people would be like, give me a, holy shit, turn off the radio. Wow, holy, it's fucking possessed. The power of Christ compels you. Throw some holy water on it. Uh radio is possessed. <laughs> what if I did the whole podcast that way? That would be fun. Let's do the whole podcast that way. And today in Google News, I'm like one of those Swedish heavy metal singers. <laughs> what if I did that? Uh, that might be an actually an interesting podcast. Maybe maybe more people would be interested in that. The Swedish, uh, the Swedish metal band's um, reading of the news podcast. Introduce new President Trump. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> the Amazon forests are melting. Uh. I, I think I actually tore my voice on that part. I'm going to have to keep moving on. All right, so if you want me to do Swedish metallic band, metal band, satanic metal, <laughs> metal band, whatever, uh voice, Podcast, let me know. And if I get enough if enough of you write in and say, You gotta change the format of show, Chris, I'll do it. I'll do it for you. I mean, I'll do anything for you. I love you. <laughs> Please don't leave me. Uh so what else do we have going on? Um uh, bada bing, bada boom. Uh Doordash announced their new tipping policy that will keep let drivers keep one hundred percent of tips rolling out next month and pledges pledges to bump. Up base pay across the board yeah this I mean this is reported on the verge Uh, this is reported a while ago because their drivers went up in arms because they weren't getting their tips Uh, I really find this behavior by any corporation despicable Um, you know one of the I grew up with the environment that you tip the waiter because that was her money and you were rewarding her for the quality of service that she'd given you Um, and uh, and you were always understanding that it was their money because I knew people that were waiters and waitresses and um, they would you know they'd be like hey I made eight dollars and off this table and tips or something you know whatever um, but yeah it's real it's real it started with this real dickish move by Steve Wynn at the Wynn hotels where he they started doing this pooling bullshit where they had to pool and I, I believe some I believe some places for tips had to pool their tips. Like some places did have just kind of a polite agreement that, you know, you throw, you know, you get $5 tip, you throw a buck to the cook, you know, cause you know, everyone's in the food chain of, of, uh, helping successful shit. Um, but no, it was, it was a great way to reward people for, um, for performance and, and, uh, for just, you know, just doing your job. Uh, sadly, I mean, there's a huge history on it and what it goes back to, but, um, and I think some of it's racial, so you may want to read about it because it's an interesting thing to learn about uh, as to, you know, how we got to where we are. Um, and, uh, uh, so, you know, all this pooling started happening and, you know, then more and more it's like, well, those aren't your tips. And you're just like, wow, man. Um, and I don't know about you, but I, as a consumer still, after all these years of being alive, I consider that when i tip somebody they're gonna get it unless they have you know uh, a nicety agreement to share that tip with the cook or something or maybe the busboy you know they throw some change to um it, but you know that's an agreement they're not their employer's like you'll give us that money ha ha. and the, the the depravity is the depravity 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 potato tomato uh is that these companies, they're taking advantage of the E sort of element of this where there's not a cash transaction. So it's been really easy for them to hijack those tips. I just think that's wrong, man. I just think that's wrong. I think it's despicable. I think it's unethical. If the consumer was under the complete understanding, complete understanding that those guys, um, uh, that that, uh, the... uh, what am I trying to say? I just lost complete track of everything. <laughs> and that's it, folks. Thanks for tonight. I'll uh, we'll be here tomorrow night. Tune in there. <laughs> Have a good day. I'm off. And we're out. No, I'm just kidding. Um I totally lost my train of thought in all what is it, like 350 podcasts or something? In three hundred and fifty podcasts. I just went off the gears. You know why? It's because I was looking at more articles to read to you on uh, <laughs> on the internet. Something struck my eye, and uh, the brain went dead. So this is probably a good time. Just round it up. We're in a special moment right here. It's kind of huggy, warm, or embarrassing, and makes you want to cry. <laughs> oh, there was some. This is another thing I wanted to talk about. You know, my, intel, my audience is the most intelligent people in the world. So... I'm just, what I'm doing is I'm giving you just some runway with that last thought. And maybe I didn't really forget where I was going with it. I'm just testing you to see if you can fill in the blank. And I trust you, man. I trust you. <laughs> so let me know, let me know what the answer was. Cause I forgot. it. Uh, this is kind of interesting. Um, AT&T, Comcast, Sprint, Verizon, T-Mobile, and seven other U.S. carriers announced an agreement with 51 attorneys generals. There's 51 states, right? <laughs> uh, to implement new tech to block robocalls. One of those must be a Puerto Rican uh, uh, thing. I don't know. Whatever. Uh, so anyway, they're meeting with 12 largest uh, telephone companies on Thursday, and they're going to... Uh, spot and block robocalls. I'm really amazed this hasn't done it. I'm like, why does the FCC just have rules that you're going to bust robocallers, then you're going to charge them like tens of thousands of dollars in fees? Oh, wait, we have that. So why aren't they being enforced? So anyway, I'm glad this is finally going down. I can't wait for all the damn robocallers. I can't even answer my phone. 99.99999 of my calls are robocalls, and they're either they're either computers or they're um, salespeople, sell, you know, pitching everything. It doesn't help that I I've used GoDaddy all these years, and they always sell my data every time I put up a website because I'm too cheap to spend the two ninety nine or something to make it privacy. But we're not having that problem anymore because we left GoDaddy, <laughs> um, or we're leaving. I should say we're leaving. We're slowly moving stuff out the door as it comes up. Um, I'm kind of I'm kind of tight with the uh, I'm like, I paid the $18, I will get my 12 months, then I will move. <laughs> I'm kind of like that guy, I'm kind of like that marriage where it goes, I'm leaving you, but I paid for the rent for the rest of the year, so I'm going to stay here for the next <laughs> and then I'm going to leave you. I'm sure it's going to be a nice relationship now. That's <laughs> eh, not good, don't do that, Chris. So, anyway... um. There you go, man. There you go. Uh, some of the news, some of the things that stuck out to us today, some of the interesting technology. Where will it go? We'll go on this journey, this uh, sort of thing. China, the China-Hong Kong thing is sure going to escalate. It's going to be a real test to see uh, what tech companies do, how they react, what major governments do. Uh, and, of course, China has their own choices they have to make towards their thing. Who knows? Maybe there's a World War III. Oh, you do the World War Three? A uh, reference again. Uh, maybe there's a World War Three where, you know, Hong Kong, you're trying to beat something on Hong Kong, and the whole world kind of goes, hey, man, knock it off, eh? Or else we're going to do something it." And China's like, down, do what? Throw down, buddy. And then we're like, fuck, okay. <laughs> so <clears throat> there's your world in a minute, and you live in it. Hey, you know what? That sounds like a rhyme. I'm going to make that shirt. That's your world. You live in it. Um, don't poop in it. Anyway, guys, thanks for tuning in the Chris Voss show. It's been an interesting little journey here, a journey, but this is the journeys that I like. And you know what? I like that you're with me. I don't know why I'm talking like Mr. Rogers, but you are special. I just want you to know that you're a special little person. And so am I. And we're just going to go down this journey to... Together. oh my fucking god I'm sorry okay so I love you and I hope to see you tomorrow and uh, we'll be on this journey join me again for this journey that should be the ending of Chris Voss join me again on this journey with Chris Voss that should be my intro thanks for tuning in guys refer the show to people uh your friends neighbors relatives just take their phone and program it in get them to subscribe make sure you tell them so they have disclosure and don't want to <laughs> encourage any people doing an ethical stuff um and uh you know peace be out we'll see you next time